Mario movie again. Way like better on the second better. watch. <laughs> Mario's just better with moms. She's she has a t-shirt that says Mario Mom. It's a me, Mario Mom. <laughs> God save the queen. God already saved her from this heathen world. Queen Elizabeth got raptured. <laughs> she was, she the, was the only, only one. one. <laughs> Turns out the Church of England is the only right religion. They were correct. And because she was the only person who still uh, worships through <laughs> the Church of England, she was the only one who was raptured. The only one who truly worships. There's some pretenders out there. Yeah. What do like people who are Baptists call each other call themselves Baptists? People who are Lutheran call themselves Lutheran. What do people who are part of the Church of England call themselves? Queen E. Yes. Because that's just how she referred to herself in the mirror. She's like, Morning Queen E. <laughs> Really off of she 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 was inspired by Beyonce more than anything mm. back in oh. nineteen twenty. Mm-hmm. Like Beyonce was 40, big. But... She was big. Yes. Yes. Check check. Hurry, go on Wikipedia. Or yeah, uh it's not or worth it. or dot com. The crown dot com. This is still 2007 when every single TV show had its own <laughs> website. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure With they at least still do. One website game. <laughs> How many corgis can you herd into the queen's lawn? <laughs> Your mouse turns into a little tennis ball. Are there any games that are still on the Cartoon Network website? Or did the death of Adobe Flash kind of do away with that uh, I don't know but I gotta say Death of Adobe Flash took away a lot of games that I uh, remember from middle school that I was gonna try and share with my middle schoolers Yeah. all of a sudden there there's are. no free digital surgeries that you can do anymore no now <laughs> I you used have to, to do pay those for all the time <laughs> Alright, there's still games on CartoonNetwork.com. I don't know. I'm not going to try to play them right now. Remember that Teen Titans fighting game that they used to have? I might recognize if I saw. No, not Teen Titans Go. It was called Teen Titans Battle Blitz. See if I can find a picture of it. Yeah, that's it. That's the good stuff. Oh, yeah. I totally remember this. (laughs) It was a perfectly functional game. Yeah. Of course, I didn't have Cartoon Network for mm, half of my childhood, so it felt like, I don't know why, but in my brain, I only played on websites of shows or programs that I watched. So, like, I I didn't feel right going on Nickelodeon or Cartoon (laughs) Network and playing games. I would have to try and find games on Kids WB. It'd be like going to a stranger's house. Right. 
You just you could look at it maybe, but you wouldn't want to touch anything. You don't know them. <laughs> what if you break something? Your mom would be so mad. Exactly. <coughs> Jesus Christ, this has not gotten better. Mm. The podcast? The po- no, it's just every <laughs> single week. I'm like, it's got to be good this time. Maybe it'll be funny this time. And it's bad every single time. Bad, bad, bad. It's just bad, bad, bad. <laughs> as soon as we start talking into our microphones, it's like I get a bad taste in my mouth, like mm-hmm. licking a battery or something. I start, I start salivating uncontrollably. Uh, you you're mouthwash. just, you're just losing all of your bodily fluids. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating. I'm spitting. My nose is running. I mean, you already said you're ejaculating Leaking like a faucet. Like yeah. yeah. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us is absolutely drenched and quizzes the other person on a movie they haven't seen. (laughs) I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, Bernie. Bernie's here, baby! We (laughs) finally got Bernie. Look, I I just, I want to put it to the audience. I think the audience had been slipping in quality steadily. Because I didn't have a new co-host, but I finally brought on Bernie. I've been talking him up. He's just—he's uh, a bundle of energy. He's an absolute lightning storm. He's a car battery to the back of the head. Uh, Bernie, uh, we're so glad to have you. Yeah, it's great to be on the show. <laughs> and for now, everyone Bernie, what's to know, this isn't a Bernie Sanders impression. This is an impression of Bernie. <laughs> you know, Bernie. He had a, he was in Wally. He had a spin-off called Burn E. It's the little OCD robot. All right, let's get into the episode cuz I am a I'm absolutely full of energy right now. I have not been a ball of nerves and I'm not absolutely exhausted. Wes, you watched the movie Paprika directed by Satoshi Kon last week. Uh, and now we're going to do a quiz on it. Did I come up with any post-quiz toxicity questions? No. I'm going to come up with them on the fly at the end of the show. So if anyone wants to see how good of an improviser I am, stick around. (laughs) Baby. Uh, Wesley, I had asked you a very important question, and that's why hadn't you seen this movie and what happened inside of it? You said you haven't seen it because Paprika is a bastard child. Uh, and you wondered if this movie was Studio Ghibli. You didn't think it was because I don't like Studio Ghibli, and it's maybe about a witch. Uh, <laughs> it gave you zero points for that. Well, if I were to insult the main protagonist by calling her a witch... She'd probably be like, yeah, fair, I guess. <laughs> In a world where technology has gotten so far, it could be considered indistinguishable from magic. But speaking of technology, uh, I asked you what multiple plot elements were lifted from this movie for Inception. Uh, You said, there's a dream within a dream. I don't think so. It's impossible to tell. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. It is nearly impossible to tell. (laughs) If you die in the dream, you die in real life. That's true. Yes. As There's far as we know. <laughs> as far as we know, the people who have died in their dreams have died in real life. Uh, there's a whole city that bends in on itself. That does happen. I don't even recall it. 
It's at the end. It doesn't like fold over top. It like sinks into. It looks more like Interstellar than it does Inception. <laughs> to be fair, I think for the last five minutes, I accidentally dozed off. Fair enough. You had to work today. <laughs> uh, you also said the movie ends on a spinning top. I gave you half a point for this question. Um, if only this movie ended on something so concrete as a spinning top. Yeah. Again, don't know how it ended. <laughs> I asked you what the detective's recurring nightmare was. Uh, you said they die, they get shot and fall out a window, and a smiley face pin falls off of their lapel. Uh, I give you half a point for that. Cause... <laughs> for describing the beginning to Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I gave you half a point because in his recurring nightmare, someone is shot, and it is later revealed to possibly be him. True. In a metaphorical sense. And lastly, what's Paprika's supernatural relationship with Dr. Atsuko Chiba? You said they're a dyad in the forest. I don't think I could give you a point for that one. <laughs> Which is that doctor? The, the lady doctor. Oh. They're just doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. They are... One and the same. This, they are the same person. One the conscious and one maybe the subconscious? I don't know, man. <laughs> On second watch, I can confirm yeah, that is what sh- that's that's what Paprika is. <laughs> okay, Paprika is the actualized self. Doctor Chiba is the unactualized self. The movie is a metaphor for becoming the person that you want to be. She uh, needs a, a dream board. She needs to visualize. Mm-hmm. You want to add a dream board to the dream movie? Yeah, wouldn't be too hard. <laughs> Should get a poster board and print out, cut out some pictures from magazines. Falling into this nightmare dream board <laughs> as it envelops you and suffocates you. I get your out of open-ended questions. You have one point. Wide. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you want this. Yeah, I have to get a low score. Uh, who attacks the detective in the circus at the beginning of the movie? You got this correct. It's the uh, ringmaster. And? Himself. Yes, the entire audience who now all have his face. Yeah. I Still not entirely it. sure who the detective guy is. He's, a, he's a detective. He's a detective who is having trauma that he was trying to deal with. Like, I got to know most of the other characters. Didn't really feel like I got to know or really understood the detective maybe that's a second watch thing because on the second watch I was like I get this guy I know his whole vibe this movie is basically about him yeah didn't get that (laughs) no (laughs) and I understand that (laughs) first time I watched this movie it just kind of pushed my hair back and I was like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." (laughs) the next question how do you know someone is being attacked by the terrorist with the dream machine did not get this correct curious to know if you can Lay a concrete what was answer the question? on this one. How do you know someone is being attacked by the terrorist with the dream machine? They are... They they want to march in the toy parade. Mm-hmm. Is that the answer? Yeah, it's it, that's part of it. The other part is that they just start to speak completely nonsensically. Yeah, I guess. It's all or nonsense. Get very horny. 
Or they, yeah, or they get super horny. <laughs> yeah, this movie was, uh, Wes, I assume you watched this movie in Japanese because there's no other way to watch it. Yeah. Okay. So they were all speaking gibberish to you. <laughs> Why are you trying to put those words in my mouth? <laughs> Open your mouth and let me make you a racist. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I was just changing. The next question, why did Dr. Tokita primarily invent the dream machine? You said to help people with trauma. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I'll give you half a point for that, uh, because it is technically true. It's half of the reason he did it. The other reason is because he just wanted to share dreams with his friends, because he thought it would be cool. Forget game night. If you could hang out with your friends and just dream together, it doesn't expend any energy, so you are relaxing. But you get to do backflips and shit and lucid dream. That'd be cool. That would just be cool. Unless you're hanging out in one of Wes's dreams or a bunch of rats shit on your chest. <laughs> and eat the shit. <laughs> and they eat the shit. Yes. <laughs> it all depends on whose dream you get. Um, Wes, I'm sorry to say you're not invited to my dream parties. <laughs> Ethan, you are invited to mine. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, let me... I'm, I'm going to do something quite rude that I think not enough people do. I'm going to RSVP no. <laughs> That's a firm no. For firm rat shit. Hey, I haven't had one of those dreams since I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> but you described it in such vivid detail that it now haunts me. Which I think should be a... Cr- I should be able to, to sue you <laughs> for emotional damage. Oh, man. I'll never forget the faces of everyone as I told that story at improv. Yeah, I want, just for the sake of the audience listening here, Wes didn't describe this to me. He's like, hey, I had this crazy dream last night. This was during a, a group session where everyone's just hanging out and having a good time. He's like, guys, let me tell you about the dream I had last night. No, it's during Us- highs and lows, and I was describing the low of my week. Which, fair enough, there was some pretty traumatic stuff that showed up in highs and lows. That was a big one. The other one is, of course, Carlos's experience with strawberries in a different country. Right. I forgot about that. It's not my story to tell. Carlos, if you want to hop on the show. Forget about the time difference in Spain. (laughs) Can't be that bad. We've had, what, a dozen guest hosts from Ukraine in order to support. (laughs) What we were doing, it wasn't monetary. We were trying to support any up-and-coming Ukrainian content creators. Oh, I thought you were trying to argue that we were trying to grift by, off of the, the Ukrainian yeah. war. Yeah. <laughs> All the money was going straight into our wallets. And we still couldn't hit the benchmark to pay for the podcast. This is st- We're still losing yeah. money. We couldn't get advertisers, no matter how much goodwill we tried to establish. I called Goodwill, and they said, we're not interested. We know what you're trying to do. <laughs> it's very transparent. You got the Ukrainian flag upside down in the logo that you tried to do. You're not even trying to uh, be specific in what Ukrainians you're getting. You're getting both sides of the conflict. <laughs> We're trying to both sides it. We're just trying to be more balanced than CNN. <laughs> Fascists. Wes, who's controlling the dream parade? You got this correct. 
Um, it's the... I think it's the chief in charge of the whole thing. <laughs> I realized I realized halfway through writing that question, I was like, you know, they do say his title, but uh, it's not a super clear title. <laughs> it's the wheelchair-bound... It's the... It's Professor X. Yeah, it's Professor X, but with <laughs> much claimier skin. <laughs> He is, he does not take care of himself. No, he does not see the sun. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the chairman of the hospital board. It was a hospital. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> they all work for a hospital. Hmm. Uh, you correctly anticipated that this movie would not say a cab. I didn't give you any points for that. I just wanted to let you know you were correct. Yeah, Japan has a different relationship with the police force than America, for better or worse. For better or for worse. It's a different relationship, but not significantly different. How do you stop the nightmare? You wake up. Nah. You scream at someone, wake up. Nope. <laughs> that worked a couple times. Worked a couple times. It didn't stop. It didn't permanently stop the nightmare. The, perma- the way to permanently stop the nightmare is to eat the dreams. Oh, right. You have to become s- a baby ghost and yeah, eat first the dreams. Yeah, <laughs> Step one, you're going to want to become a baby ghost. It's bigger than a normal baby, but it is a baby ghost. (laughs) Suck on the big man's arm until you start to get a little bit older and a little bit taller. (laughs) Treat that man like a piece of fettuccine, Alfredo. Can't believe Christopher Nolan lifted that straight out of this movie. (laughs) It was, you know, to see, to finally see Elliot Page be a tiny baby get big. While sucking on Michael Caine's elbow. (laughs) Was Michael Caine in Inception? Yes. He has to be. He's an every Christopher. He is. Yeah, he play he plays he's not part of the dream squad. He's uh he's Leonardo DiCaprio's father-in-law? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in ages and I don't want to see it again. Should we? I you know, I've been thinking maybe I should watch Inception again. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind of done with Christopher Nolan. Which one did it for you? After I saw Interstellar for the second time, I'm like, it's good, but it's overhyped. And I'm like, I don't don't know. I just like the the hype off of The Dark Knight finally just kind of petered out for me. But for some people, it has only grown. (laughs) And I don't get it. Tenet, Tenet, Tenet. Dude, there's a, there's a, is he doing Oppenheimer? Or is that someone else? Yeah, I can't remember. He is. Okay, so there's a billboard for Oppenheimer on my way back from LAX, which has, which is like a, a countdown clock until Oppenheimer comes out, uh-huh. and he's like bright neon red numbers. That movie doesn't come out for like what four five months. <laughs> it's been up there for two months already. Such a great idea. Yeah. I'm already tired of it, and when it comes out, I'm going to say, didn't that come out already? (laughs) (laughs) Any major change in elevation causes me to cough. Did you say any major change? (laughs) Yeah, so when I I get an elevator to the 26th floor of a building, that'll that'll get me. But a little one, I'll be fine. Well, when you move back to Chicago, you need to lay off the Sears Tower for a little while. It's the only fun thing to do in that city. I love it. It's such a great building. You can go up it. 
back down. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to true or uh, false, you have three points in total. The first true or false question I asked was the dream machine can record and present video recordings of dreams. Yeah. Sure can. I feel like that's more interesting to me than like experiencing the dream with another person. It's sure hard to tell when that's happening in real life or in a dream. There is a that's <laughs> a fair point because there is a time that that does happen within a dream. Because it's to trick Dr. Chiba into thinking that she has woken up. Yes. The section chief is saved from his dream by inflating him until he pops. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is true. In uh, a was it grossly horny way. I was going to ask, was it sexual? And uh, <laughs> definitely is. Yeah. I was very uncomfortable watching it again because I had forgotten that it had happened. How do they come back from that in terms of as, yeah, as co-workers as <laughs> acquaintances I think it would be really important to involve human resources at that point I feel like this whole the whole idea of going into someone else's dreams is a HR nightmare <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you buddy it would be <laughs> I'm imagining that paperwork and that investigation, and I do not want that on my hands. Impossible to prove. Yeah. Unless First, someone it. would say, all right, well, uh, he came into my dream, and I'd be like, okay, this is already <laughs> dicey. You're telling Stop me it's inviting worse your for coworkers me. into your dreams. First of all, I don't even want you to hang out in the same place, let alone the same mind. <laughs> the next true or false question. The detective captain meets Paprika the second time when he falls asleep watching a movie. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what you did. Um, <laughs> but uh, he meets them on the internet, which is kind of the same as a dream if you think about it. Yeah, wow. So deep. What does that look like when the detective is sitting at his computer and he opens that website and then all of a sudden he's in the website let me tell you, I've seen the Emoji movie. That, that didn't look anything like my dreams. <laughs> uh, time to talk about my other favorite disturbing scene. A man rips a woman's skin off to turn her into someone else. Uh, yes, he rips her skin off. Yeah, that is a... Not, that's not the most visceral part of that scene. It's definitely taking his hand and pressing it into her waist until it rips inside of her body. Yeah, if I like assault. <laughs> it, um, it definitely is supposed to be. It's seen that way. But, you know, after that, you can breathe a, a sigh of relief because, yes, this anime does have a naked woman. Look, buddy. <laughs> they've all, Actually, the next two don't have a naked woman. Oh, everyone's... <laughs> Everyone's moaning. Yeah, the next the next one has uh, a couple of half naked women in them, but that doesn't count. That's different. Uh, the doctor Atsuko Chiba dates the detective who saved her. I don't know if they date or not. He does make out with her at one point when she's unconscious. Yeah, that's different though. <laughs> that's a different HR problem. 
but I, I don't think that's enforceable because he doesn't work there. <laughs> that would have to be a criminal investigation, and he works with the police, and I think there may be some conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the police will police themselves. Mm-hmm. You can always count on the police <laughs> to police themselves. Uh, no, uh, the two doctors end up together, the lady doctor and the big fat doctor. They're an item. They do become an item? Yeah, they date. I, the she's last thing I remember between the two of them is her just like talking about how fat he is and how sloppy he is. No, they talk a lot. They're good. They're they're good friends. They love each other. I was going to say, though, that uh, Inception lifted a lot off of this movie, but I think Paprika lifted a lot off of J.K. Rowling's description of people who are overweight in the Harry Potter books. Let me tell you, I've been rereading those. <laughs> Go ahead. There's a point in the first one where she describes Hagrid as bigger than anyone should be. <laughs> it's it's so in your face. In just the first like four chapters, there's so much fat shaming. Mm-hmm. It's look if a if a poor person can't shame a fat person, what do they have left? <laughs> That's obviously what she thinks. Because in her mind, well, I mean, at the time, it was the first book, so, like, she was poor. Or whatever her backstory. I don't give a shit. She was homeless at one point, I think. Uh, the last true or false question is, movies have the power to change the world, man. <laughs> I didn't get that message from this movie. <laughs> Neither did I, and that's why I didn't give you the point. <laughs> The only thing about movies is that the detective likes movies. Yeah, movies I have guess. the power to change that guy's life, man. In in only uh, not a very tangible sense. No, he's still a cop. He doesn't leave the field, which I do wish he did. He just dreams every once in a while. He's in an elevator and opens up and he sees Tarzan. Mm-hmm. But he's Tarzan. Well, what's the but he's the also jungle? himself. It's Tarz. There, uh, there's a billboard for the movie yeah. within the movie, and it says Tarzan. So yeah, it's it's Tarzan. I know. It was a joke. Fuck. Would it be great? Wouldn't it be great if this movie was like, no, it's George of the Jungle. This guy wishes he was Brendan Fraser. 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 That's how his name's pronounced, man. I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I listened to episode seven of the Scrubs podcast, and he says his name is pronounced Fraser. <laughs> I listened to his Oscar acceptance speech where he, the only thing he said was, you've been mispronouncing my name for years. <laughs> it's Brendan Fraser. Uh, so after the true or false section, you have eight total points. Mm. And then, uh, I don't know if you want to try to describe the screenshot that I sent over. It's the, I don't know what's going on in that scene, but it's the, <laughs> it's the movie theater where you can watch dreams. Yeah. Uh, so... What's going on in that scene? You said it's in a movie theater. It's the dream screen. We have the doctor and Paprika. Little girl is telling the doctor that they've never thought about suicide. This is the doctor showing the little girl how it all works. It's at the end of the movie. Doctor's looking down to take notes to figure out if she's right for the dream experiment. And the girl's just answering clinical questions. And there's some stars or something falling out of the sky. I gave you one point for saying that it's the dream theater. Okay. 
I almost sent you the very next shot of this, which is the frog with symbols falling out of the top of the movie theater. Mm. Some well-drawn frogs. I like those frogs. Except they just keep using the same frames over and over and over. Yeah, they can't. They're just reusing the same fucking frog animation. Lazy. Uh, cool. So, Wes, what would you like to talk about first? Do you want to talk about your post-quiz toxicity or whether or not you would watch this movie again? Uh, let's do the latter. Uh, the... I wouldn't watch this movie again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't too into it. Um, I could see how someone could be into it. It's just not my cup of tea. I. I feel like it didn't really capture the feeling of dreams for me. Uh, it, dreams to me feel generally more realistic with <coughs> something a little off mm-hmm. that makes it feel a play on reality but mm. so much of this was just like i'm a fairy now i'm a mermaid and now it's just like imagination it's just someone imagining okay but have you heard of lucid dreaming yeah but like that's so uncommon and it wasn't even clear that that was what was going on in the movie they just were saying like this these are dreams it wasn't like if they had introduced like the concept of lucid dreaming and like mm. that was like the major thing that made this run and work mm. then I, yeah i could understand that but at no point did it feel like it was just like a normal dream like i feel like david lynch has kind of nailed the vibe mm-hmm. in several of his works of what like dreams feel like and I didn't feel like this movie ever got close to that. Hmm. Yeah, I just fully disagree with you. Uh, I don't want to turn it into a whole argument. I think that th- this movie captures the ability to control dreams in the floaty, messy, kind of low-gravity feelings of it all. I also am very discomforted by my own dreams uh, because of the nearness to reality the things the things that i think of in this movie that relate to like normal dreaming are more of like the detectives initial dreams and how they like quickly switch from location to location um how they contextually are different like there's that part where he's getting choked and then the guy attacking him gets hit over the head and it turns into a different place uh like a blink and it's different type of feeling i do experience dreams in that way yeah I guess, like, for me, like, the the dream, like, uh, like, a major thing about dreams is, like, the haziness of it all. That, like, mm. you, you can't always, like, like, I think about, like, when, when David Lynch has portrayed dreams and stuff, like, he doesn't show everyone's faces. There's, like, weird shadows. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it, it's all, it all looks like reality, but, like, people fade in, fade out. Mm-hmm. And, like, that didn't feel like it was captured. Like, everything is, like, crystal clear in mm. in this movie. Like, image-wise, not story-wise, necessarily. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the story, I think, feels incredibly dreamlike in that yeah. nothing is presented in a super clear way. Right. I'll give the story that. I just didn't find <laughs> that the animation lent itself to it. 
I think the 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 animation aspect of this movie really goes for uh, an overwhelming spectacle of it all. Yeah. But I mean, this criticism would also extend to Inception. I didn't feel like that. That far captures less. <laughs> dreams. Uh, like this, at least there's that moment. There are two moments that I think of in particular where it's the dream physics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the part where the detective is in the hallway and he starts running towards his objective and the floor just starts turning into mush underneath him. Sure. Like that I can feel. And then there's the part where uh, the doctor is trying to see something in a dream and she's about to jump over a fence. And then she finds out that she's about to jump off a building. Those two things I I feel like those are physical things that were conveyed to me. <laughs> those things don't happen in dreams. <laughs> never have, never will. Who would have thought that the nature of dreams would be so subjective? <laughs> Not me. Cool. And then, Wes, did this movie turn you into a fucking weeb? No. Or could it? No. <laughs> I feel like this is the kind of movie that turns me off from anime. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's like it it for me, it like demonstrates like sometimes the limitations of the kind of animation in anime where it's like it feels like anime. It's like such a distinct animation style Mm -hmm. that like I feel like at the end of the day, it it's in order for me to feel like the the animation resembles more to a dream it would have to branch outside of you would probably like, want traditional to... anime mm, you're talking in terms of like the character design of it all like everything's too defined in a way and kind of yeah. stuck with its yeah i the, what you're describing kind of feels like you'd want this movie to look more like lou over the wall in terms of that like blobby sort of yeah yeah okay i get what you're going for you want a movie about dreams to look more like a Masaki Iwasa joint, which he does have. So if you are interested in that, he's got a movie that talks about dreams too. <laughs> and the message of that movie is dreams good. Mm-hmm. Dream good. Dream on. <laughs> dream until you dream come true. <laughs> and then he plays a sick guitar solo. <laughs> And that's the whole movie. <laughs> that is fully one of the movies that he just made. <laughs> this movie could turn me into a weeb. Uh, I've been seeking out this director's movies. I'm trying to watch more of his stuff. He has a couple more grounded movies, uh, which you probably wouldn't be interested in. Uh, one of them is about the nature of stardom and someone being followed by a stalker. And there's kind of like a back and forth space on what she's imagining and what she is actually being subjected to. Uh, Another one is about meeting with an actress who is dying and her life's memories are preserved through movies. And that's how she remembers her past. Uh, And another one is just about some homeless people who find a baby on Christmas. You know what I was just remembering the other day? It was... Some sixth grader brought up 
her I, I she told me what her favorite movies were and she was like oh it was the 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 fall movies the the after the no what was the movie andrea showed us last oh that was the after trilogy yeah of after movies. yeah uh what the fuck now i have to the one we saw was wasn't it after the fall there is after after we collided which is what we watched the one that comes after that is after we fell yeah and then after ever happy is the fourth one i was anyways i was just like once she mentioned that i had a visceral memory of that homeless man who was berated (laughs) insane (laughs) (laughs) i think satoshi Kon movies are cool if anyone wants to come on this show and be quizzed about them send me a thumbs up (laughs) give me a day off (laughs) get me a yeah get wes a day off he doesn't want to do this shit anymore he's sick of anime (laughs) takar is the one who's sick of anime I started watching this. She's like, how many more? (laughs) Well, she's going to hate the next one, and so are you. All right, clear the air, clear the air, clear the air. Let's talk about toxicity. These are bad questions. (laughs) Let's see how uh, good Ethan is at improvising. Number one, do you think Inception really stole anything from this movie? Yeah, I looked it up, and Christopher Nolan said he was heavily inspired by this movie. I think he stole a lot of it. Definitely. He stole the concept of a dream machine. I feel like some of the space work and editing. I feel like some feel of the similar. scenes and staging. Yeah. The some of the characters' movie. names and motivations. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me. What's Ken Watanabe's character's name in that movie? I just want to see. Saito. Okay, so it has nothing to do with Paprika. I was like, there's not a single character in Paprika with the same name as his character in Inception. How do you feel about the their explanation of the science of dream technology? Oh, I forgot to give you points for that. Uh, yeah, he mentioned it specifically. Uh, I'll give you a weeb point for that. Because you looked it up, you fucking nerd. <laughs> I don't really... I, I don't know. I, I didn't follow the technology at all. That's a normie point for being unable to follow it. <laughs> now, I almost put the question... You know what? Fuck it. I will ask this question. Do you, Which do you think is a more enjoyable movie? This or Inception? <sighs> I feel like Inception for me, but the caveat is it's in my native language. (laughs) And I, the story is more mainstream. Okay. I'm going to give you five normie points for that. I feel like that's a fairly nuanced answer. (laughs) I feel like the normie point is like Inception. It's a lot more fun. There's more action. It has Leo. I feel like that's the normie answer. Like I gave a fairly nuanced perspective. I guess you did. But the first (laughs) thing that you said was it's in my native language. It, I mean, it is like that, that, <laughs> most people are going to be drawn more to movies where you don't have to read the subtitles. Okay, so but 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 by the vectors I can add points to you. The only thing that I can do is lower the magnitude of your normie rating. 
rather than give you any points as a weeb. I'm not asking for points as a weeb. I'm just <laughs> saying I don't think it warrants five. The most right, drastic fine. change. I'll just give you. I'll just give you one. And then this last question: uh, How do you feel about the music? Uh, I can't recall any of the music. Okay, nor me. I thought you might be kind of on board with this music. Might be worth checking out again if you can't recall it. Okay. I'll listen it's, to it on Spotify. It's all there, I think. Specifically, uh, there's the parade song, which I think you might like. Oh, I do recall that. Yeah. It's very pompy and scary. All right. So, that is the quiz on Paprika. Wesley scored three weeb or three normie points, one weeb point, and nine actual points which can be counted. Hey, big news. HBO and Warner Brothers Discovery is going to unveil their newly merged streaming service this week. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, say goodbye to HBO Max and any of the shows that you liked on it. If Okay, so my plug for this episode, go check out The Other Two on HBO Max. It's a pretty good show starring Drew Tarver and Helene York, written by Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider. It's a good show. Is it incredibly white? Of course it is. I'm just excited for more home renovation television. That's all I want. I want more lean back TV. Uh huh. HBO is for boys. Lean in television. <laughs> Get it's giving us more of the Harry Potter cinematic universe by rebooting Harry Potter as a television series. And let me tell you, after reading that first book. What more is there to tell <laughs> from that? Everything else is a drag. I would say even the stuff that's in the movie is a drag. It's There are such boring stretches. Maybe Four we'll explore the copious amount of character details J.K. Rowling feels the need to include, such as Ron's knobby knees. I've always wondered what the knees of my characters are like. It changes everything about the way I perceive them. But you can picture the you can see those knees more than you can see his face. It's true. <laughs> We're gonna take a short break. Uh, when we come back, I will be quizzing Wesley again. The pain is almost over for him. I would say for you, the amount of work that comes with making quiz after quiz. The quizzes are done. I would say that the work at this point is more emotional labor than anything else. <laughs> I get to come back every week to hear you shit on a movie that I enjoy. <laughs> I wasn't doing this during Star Wars, was I? Or I guess you don't have as much emotional investment in those as I do these. A different kind of emotional investment, I would say. But it like leaving oh. yourself open to that criticism, which has existed for decades. Yeah. I guess Star Wars has always had as many haters as fans right so it it's been around and believe it or not the anime community is insular yes <laughs> there's a reason that i don't spend a lot of time talking about anime <laughs> especially not to people who aren't into it there's nothing to gain here i'm gonna reflect on this in our season finale we're back 
We are back. I have to do another take because I absolutely blew out my microphone the first time. Uh, Wesley, we're talking about the movie Promare. Studio Trigger's theatrical debut. Uh, You gotta tell me, Wesley, why haven't you seen this absolutely popping off movie? It's insane. It's full of energy. It was in theaters in America for one week in 2002. <laughs> or 2002. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, when did this come out? It was 2000. It was before I went to Japan. It was 2018. Uh, then, pro of course, mayor. tell me what happened. Pro mayor. Where do I begin? You know, I've had a long, complicated relationship with horses. I would not ever find myself describing myself as pro mares. Um, so a movie that seems to strike a position that, you know, just goes against my fundamental principles. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to see it, despite everyone being well aware of its one week release in the United States. I do have a fun story about this movie because I did watch it in theaters. <laughs> This movie's. Oh, you were going to tell me it. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to tell you. Uh, Me and Daryl went to go see this movie before he started working at the Marcus Theater. (laughs) You saw it at that theater? Yeah, it's my local movie theater. Where the fuck else was I going to go? I don't know. That's fair. You don't know the the rest of Gurney. Gurney? The Gurn? Everyone else calls it Gurney, which is wrong. It hits my ears in a way that makes me gag. Gurney. Gurney. Um, so Daryl and I went to go see this movie. We're super stoked. We are sub over dub heads. So we got excited. We went to go watch the movie with, uh, with subs. So we pay for our tickets. We go to our seats uh, in the theater, clearly marked sub. Uh, so the movie starts. There's like a little interview in Japanese with the creative team just talking about what it was like to make, showing some of the concept art before the movie starts playing. Uh, and then the movie starts, and it this movie will start with a news broadcast, and uh, it starts with like a bunch of languages kind of intermixed over each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the news announcer comes in. He's speaking in English. He's like, all this stuff is happening, and he's speaking in English for a while. So the audience is like, cool. They're like, all right, it must just be the lead into the movie. Um about five minutes in, we finally get to the first like character talking, and they start speaking in English. The entire audience goes, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no!" <laughs> they clearly didn't know what sub or dub meant. The the theater. Yeah. No, they didn't. And so it takes, like, we watched the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie before they switch it over. Oh, wait, no, they didn't switch it over. So what they had us do is they had us leave that theater, go to a different room where they re- They didn't even restart the sub. It was just about to start playing. So we get in two minutes to the sub. And uh, then uh, the manager walked up to Daryl and said ever thought about bartending <laughs> rubs him on the shoulder and he's like what you think you can do this better than me but at the bar <laughs> so that's my <coughs> that's my first experience with this movie and so that you're aware there is an english dub awesome and you can watch it i would be the and one person watch- left in that theater 
instead of recoiling in horror, you would have gone, yes, for me. <laughs> My native language. I understand. It's not a bunch of gobbledygook. Again, stop putting that in my mouth. <laughs> I can't understand these moon runes turned speech. <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? It's not really going to help you that this movie in English because there is a lot of jargon. Uh, in the first of which is, Wesley, you got to know. What are the burnish um they're a race of fire breathers their uh objective is to just watch the world burn and they will even copy the exact alfred speech from the dark knight okay cool i'll take that unless you want to try again no <laughs> okay perfect uh, so what are some events we see activate the burnish at the beginning of the movie? Nine eleven. Okay. You know who didn't have a response? That's that's when I was active. <laughs> um, the two thousand eight financial crisis. Okay, and then. Finally, uh, the cancel the original cancellation of American Idol. I want to let you know that none of these things are events we'll see activate <laughs> the burnish, but they could have. <laughs> <laughs> these are events that definitely could have. <laughs> uh, and then my final open-ended question, super simple. Why did Cray Foresight build the Parnassus spaceship? Hmm. You know, what was that movie? It was the Cowboy Astronaut. It's going to be very similar. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that movie? <laughs> Based on my facial expression, does it seem like I've heard of that movie? You should the look audience, it up. Uh, my face was pushed back into my body and I started <laughs> rotating in circles. Was it Billy Bob Thornton? Let me. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> this is what we need a producer for, folks. If you're willing to work for this show as a producer for free. Don't even bother. We record remotely. There's not a whole hell of a lot for you to do. <laughs> There's. It's. I don't think it's Space Cowboys. There's some movie. Where some guy in the West just decides to build himself a rocket <laughs> to go into space. Um, and there's a whole hubbub from state, local, and federal government saying, you cannot do this. And he's like, watch me. I'm, I'm a free American. And he does it. Uh, that's going to be the same reason here. It's a hobby. <laughs> it's a hobby, and he does it to spite the government. That's what I'm hearing. Is that what you're saying? It's a hobby? Yep. To spite the government? Okay. Oh, it's the astronaut farmer <laughs> That's starring what Billy yeah, Bob I, Thornton. <laughs> yeah, so you were right that Billy Bob Thornton is in it. Oh, shit, Tim Blake Nelson's in it? <laughs> uh, someone's interest is being... <laughs> I'll, I'll watch anything that he does. 
who would have guessed that they, that they would have shown a trailer of the end credits while playing Elton John's Rocket Man? <laughs> I would have. I would have guessed that. I like when I click on the Astronaut Farmer's Rotten Tomatoes page. The The first thing that comes up is, you might also like Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me Billy Bob Thornton might play a fat version of himself in the Astronaut Farmer? You'll have to see. I don't remember it that well. <laughs> I got to find out. I've All right, seen that uh, movie like three times. <laughs> look, we've all watched movies that suck. Hell, you've watched seven movies in a row for this podcast that sucked. <laughs> Wesley, moving on to multiple choice, what replaces the ladder on Burning Rescue's fire truck? Is it A, a statue of a lady with huge tits, B, an ice cannon, C, a cannon that deploys robots, or D, a jungle gym? Jungle gym. Okay. Question number two. What kind of firefighting implement is a matoi? Is it A, a magic gun? B, a spear? C, an ice katana? Or D, a hose, but bigger? Hose, but bigger. Mm-hmm. Pantyhose. Obviously. I'll give you a bonus point here if you can guess what is the name of of this instrument based on I don't get what you're asking so I'm going to say trombone okay I was asking instrument. you what is the name matoi based on uh what what word is that based on no I, I mean it could be based on a word etymologically it could be named after a person it could be a reference to something it's a reference to the phrase my toy uh, multiple choice number three. What happens when a burnish dies? A. Their body turns to ash. B. They turn into a fire that flies to the sun. C. They are provided a Viking funeral. Or D. They turn into an egg. 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 I'm going to have to remember this. I'll probably watch. I watched the movie like. Five months ago at this point you don't know the answer to this question off the top of my head i do not why don't you just mark what the correct answer is i don't see the quiz because i don't have any foresight uh multiple choice number four since the appearance of the burnish what natural phenomena has started to occur hurricane Katrina. a all right you got it I'll just highlight that answer it's not Uh, a the sun has started to fade b wildfires with no cause have started to appear c the ocean's temperature has started rising drastically or d the magma in the earth's core is just going absolutely nuts i'm gonna say c global warming Wubba wubba. And the final multiple choice question, what is the promare, a.k.a. the source of the burnish power? Is it A, an amalgamation of hate that has gained consciousness? B, 
the name for this universe is waterbending. C. Sentient fire from a parallel dimension that lives within the Earth's core. Or D. It's like Akuna Matata, baby. Akuna Matata. They lifted it right out of Lion King. The last movie that we covered was something that was stolen to make something else. This movie is stolen wholesale from a different thing. Mm -hmm. Two different things. Remember how Farmer and Lion King. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And remember how both of those movies showed you a lot of Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Horrific. Katrina! Moving on to true or false. Number one. Harboring a burnish is a crime punishable by law, regardless of their terrorist status. False. It's just whatever. You can harbor whatever you want. True or false, Governor Cray Foresight saved Gallo Thymos from a fire started by the mad burnish terrorist group. False, he's a coward. True or false, Leo is betrayed by an old man because the old man thinks fascism is just too hard to fight against. You gotta let fascism be fascism. True. True or false, the hyperfire safety punch does not put out any fires. Uh, false. Puts out all the fires. Including the fire for life. True or false, each of the Crazer X's attacks have actual uses for terraforming. Uh, false. They're just, uh, killer combos. You have to use the cheat codes for the terraforming. Okay. And then lastly, Wes, you saw this coming. Isakai? Uh, sure, why not? Alright, let's see if I have the screenshot saved, because I guarantee that I don't. I don't. So I'll look it up. You fucking care. Wes, congratulations. I'm sending you your first GIF. <laughs> wow, what a pathetic end. <laughs> what a great end to the last real anime movie I was going to show you. <laughs> to the last movie that I find genuinely entertaining. On this list. Oh, it doesn't even look like a GIF to me. It's frozen. That's so fucking cool. Um, it's, uh... You know what? Fuck it. You know what I'm gonna do instead? (laughs) There. I said the full GIF to you. I don't know how I'm gonna upload it on Twitter, (laughs) but it's not like anyone checks the fucking Twitter anyway. Okay, this is Dragon's, uh... Some kind of dragon made of triangles and light. It is attacking a big tower that shoots lasers at it. Uh, lasers seem to be winning. Oh no, the the, the dragon shoots uh, like a, some fire or something at it. I don't know. This is in a, some kind of city. I don't know. The... Uh, Dragon's the spirit of a uh, of a of the hero of the story, and this is towards the end when he's in a big big battle uh, to, to to save the timeline. And that's it. 
Congratulations, everyone. Anime is almost over. We've had the most listeners of all time, but I know that you're not having any fun. <laughs> How does it feel to be on your end when I'm purposefully sabotaging the entire quiz to try and get as well, few I mean, points as possible? <laughs> with this one, I'm fully aware you're trying to get as few points as possible. I don't really care about that. <laughs> I always feel kind of bad whenever <laughs> someone does. No, that. it does feel it does feel bad when uh, when either of us are trying to like tank a quiz, especially when we have a guest on. I feel like that's when it's the most embarrassing because it's like we're not behaving well in front of the guests. We're not acting in good faith. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like towards the end of the season, both our energy is low, our will to win is low because of the way that we've structured the fucking show. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Wes, could you read the outro? I just don't care anymore. Uh, yeah. You've been listening to Game Show. We ain't seen nothing yet. Current score is Ethan 10, Steven 8, and uh, me, Wes, 68.75. You can see this week's movie on... HBO Max. If you want to change the language, you have to do it before you start playing the movie. Uh, through the languages section. It's weird that it won't let you do that in a different way. Or you can use whatever HBO Max Discovery Merger. It's going to be called Max. They've they've announced that like twice oh. in the past four months, and they're so proud of it. <laughs> because HBO Max clearly has no like brand value. Right. Follow us on Twitter at Wayne Seated. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose. On Letterboxd at eGeese. And you can follow me on either platform at Baby Westwee. And remember to open your mouth so I can make you a racist. Goodbye. Good night. Good morning. Good morning.